Yes, 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 people. We are in another day. It's Friday. London Film Festival is still going, but it's drawing to a close, people. We got a couple of films to bring you today. So sit back, relax, and let's get into it, okay? Okay, so it's always fun when you come across something that's a little bit different, right? And that's what we get when, um, you know, we watch Brandon Cronenberg's new film, which is Possessor. Okay, so, you know, Cronenberg, he, he directed and he wrote the film. It's produced by Niv Fitchman, Andy Stark, Fraser Ash, and Kevin Kriksk. And, man, we've got a, you know, a fun cast of uh, people here. All right, so we've got Andrea Riseborough as Tassa Voss, Christopher Abbott as Colin Tate, Rusev Sutherland as Michael Voss, Tuppence Middleton as Ava Pass, Sean Bean as John Pass, Jennifer Jason Lee as Gerda, uh, Kanafefi Horn as Rita, Rul Baheja as Eddie, Gaga Graham Arbuford as Ira Ross, and Gabriel Graham as Holly. Okay, show, right? The gist of the film is this. Tassa Voss is a corporate agent whose brain uses um, brain implants. Yeah, a new technology to inhabit other people's bodies. Driving them to commit assassinations for the benefit of the company. While she has a special gift for the work, her experiences on these jobs have caused a dramatic change in her. And in her own life, she struggles to suppress violent memories and urges. As her mental strain intensifies, she begins to lose control, and soon she finds herself trapped in the mind of a man whose identity threatens to obliterate her own. Dum, dum, dum. So, uh, yeah, it's different, man. Right, we start off. The film starts and we've got a woman in a bathroom and she's kind of injected something into her eye and we're just like, oh, good damn, that is, that's some gruesome ass shit right there, right? So we see this go down and then she walks into a room and... Stabs the fuck out of some dude And we're just like Well, wait What? What the fuck just happened there? 
What? You're indeed, and it is brutal. It's this brutal thing. We then, right? So it's crazy. So this just happened. Then we see her put the gun in her mouth, right? And she's like, get me out. And we're like, wait, what? But she can't pull the trigger for whatever reason. So then we we see the you know she's standing there. The police have come, and then you kind of think, okay, she's gonna go for death by police. But she raises the the gun, and the police fill her up, right? So you have all of this. This is the first I don't know, like five ten minutes, and you're like, what? <laughs> you know, fuck, right? Then we have someone on a table and they've got this kind of comb around their head with like, you know, tubes on it. And they're like, and you're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. We got some mind swapping bullshit right here, people. Yes. You know what I mean? It was just like, yo, okay. Yeah, I can get on this, right? So, um, yeah, and you know she gets pulled out, right? And um, then she's going through this whole procedure, you know, of um, how like she's sitting on a table and someone is going, okay, what is this item? What is this item? And you're like, okay, right. So it's a process to kind of reacclimatize to make sure that all your functions are correct and everything like that. So you're like, okay, that makes sense, right? So all of this has gone down, and it's crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're just like, oh, what the hell is going down, people? This is this is some odd shit. So we, we, you know what I mean, you have all of this But then we see her Right, with a, you know, a guy and a kid And it, you kind of work out, oh, right, okay So she's married, right Well, married, you know, she's separated Right, so she's separated from this, from her husband And her kid and you see the odd situation there because um it doesn't there feels like there's this disconnect right and when you you know there's a, the next scene that they're having sex and um he's he seems into it and we just kind of focus in and she's Lying there Kind of just looking off into the void Right Just not engaged Just not into it It would seem And she starts having these weird flashes Right So she's seeing stabbing She's seeing violent She's seeing all of this stuff And you're like Ooh Okay Yeah We're, I think there's an issue Right there seems to be this disconnect, this, you know, the, the, this whole procedure jumping in and out of mind seems to be wearing on her, you know, and 
yeah, so that's all finished, and her, her ex is like, I want you to move back home, you know, let, let's try and make this work, and she, yeah, again, it looks like she's going through the motions, you know, there's definitely this weird kind of thing happening with her, but she's called up work, you know, to say, look, I, I, I'm fine, you know, I, I'm ready to take another job, right, so, but she pretends to him that, you know, they're calling her, yeah, so there's that, right, you, you understand that she's unraveling in some sort of way, but how, right, so, yeah, all of this is going down, and so she's got this new job, right, and she's, I think that this was the one part of the film that I wasn't, you know what I mean? I was a little bit like, mm, really? You know, because, so, her new job now, she's jumping into the mind of a guy, right? And she jumps into this guy's mind. And the first thing we see her do, you know, is just that thing, right? It's the thing that you see in any of those kind of swap films when it's a guy and a girl. You know, she's like starts grabbing her crutch, and then you see her pull the pull her under, you know, a box of shorts and takes a look, and she's like, "Oh, okay, all right, right." And you're just like, "That I wasn't sure," because I'm just like, I'd imagine she that's not the first guy's mind she's jumped into. You know what I mean? So that kind of thing, I was a little like, eh, I don't know, I don't know. Right, and I think from that, it's really interesting, right? So, I mean, before she takes this job, we do see her monitoring this guy, you know, checking out some speech patterns and, and whatnot, right? But she's in his body now, and you're a bit like, wait. Hold on a second, because you kind of see so many slip-ups, right? So many slip-ups and mistakes, and it's just like, whoa, 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 what kind of research are these people doing, right? This is odd, this makes no sense, what research do they do, you know, because if you're jumping into someone else's fucking, you know, mind... You'd think that you'd, you know, have all the intel. Be like, okay, so, right. They usually hang out with this group of people. They've had a fallout with this person. You know, they're, oh, they're allergic to this. They like this. Me, just some, just some simple fucking recon. That doesn't seem to be the thing. But she's in this person's thing. And... We're seeing this deterioration of the fall, right? We're seeing all of this. And I have to say, right, the acting is great. Because I think at no point do we really get her stating, going, okay, I'm having issues, Right, I think this job is fucking me up. I think I'm not sure how long I can do it for. Yeah, this is a problem. You know, we don't see these things vocalized, 
But, you know, the performances clearly inform us of that, right? We're, we're watching everything and you can see, like, Riseborough, you know, she's giving that to us, right? She's giving us all of this. Now, when she's in um, Tate's body, right? Well, I mean, obviously, it's not Riseborough now. <laughs> you know, it's Christopher Abbott when we're, when we're following Colin Tate. But he's giving us this uncertainty, right, this tiptoeing around shit, because he's not quite, he's just like, oh, am I meant to react like this, right, am I meant to like this, or what am I meant to do, you know, and you see these things, like, responding in the typical way, right, responding in the way that you think most people would do, like, Oh, I'm sorry to hear about that, babe. And then it's just like, wait, what? You're acting weird today. You know, and so it's just like, oh. And then so we're seeing him then having to react to that, right? The realization that, oh shit, I just, you know what I mean? I need I need to throw them off the scent, right? I need to do all of this stuff. Now, I think one kind of interesting thing about this film as well, right? Because we're told, there's this stuff that we're told. And I kind of get the impression there is, I believe there is a time travel element here, right? Because they're told, oh, this thing happened and then this, boom, boom, boom. And we want to change it so it goes in this. So there is, seems to be this, time travel, right, I don't know, maybe I'm reading it wrong, but that's what I kind of took from it, that they're going, you know, before certain things play out in a certain way, so then they can benefit, but, yeah, well, you know, the performances are great, because they're giving us all of this, but when she's, you know, when we've got Tate, we are seeing that these issues, the issues are ramping up even more, right, the issues are ramping up even more, and yeah, so problems are coming, and it's so interesting, right, because I think you've got this sci-fi film, and I always find it fascinating, when you have these sci-fi films, but they're kind of playing in that middle ground, you know, it's not your Battlestar Galactica, it's not your, you know, Flash Gordon type of sci-fi, you're, you're, you're kind of going, ooh, like it's that Black Mirror kind of thing, where you're, you're assuming that, the, oh, this is probably, what, 20 years in the future, you know, well, they've now they're using this certain technology and they can do these things because it's still wrapped around a veil of reality as we know it to an extent. So we're getting to see all of these things play and it's, yeah, it's handled so well, right? Visually, you know, the, 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 we have these different sets and everything like that, but 
you buy it, right? Everything seems to fit. You know, like, everything that's going down, you're like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, that makes perfect sense. Right? Yes, interesting. Cool. So, we, yeah, we get all of that. And, you know, as the film kind of ramps up, right, we're getting towards the end. And it is... Woof. Oh, man, it is intense, right? Because we've got all these, now these crazy frigging things happening. So we've got the mind merge situation. And then, you know, as all of that is spiraling, we're seeing some other stuff play out. And, oh, it's great. Because you see this kind of disregard, you know, because it's like, just get the job done, right, so we're getting all of that, and you're just like, oh, fuck, what's gonna happen, like, yeah, what is gonna happen, because there's just so much, like, there's a lot to follow in some respects, but not, but, you know what I mean, it's still, right, really, it's kind of this stripped down film, you know, to some extent, when you think about, like, a lot of these bigger budget sci-fi affairs that we see, you know, the, the way they're approaching it, but, yeah, we, we get mad freaky, right, there's this whole sequence with a mask, right, which is just... God damn, it's something else, right? Because we're seeing this mask and then we're seeing, like, things play out, right? As if, you know what I mean, you were that person, but you're not that person. And so, yeah, we're seeing all manner of situations and it's just like, fuck, yo, that's crazy. What is happening? Because there's kind of these fever dreams, Right, it's this losing control, and we're getting like the visuals to kind of show that as well. So we're we're really on this peripris, right? And the film is taking us there. You know, we're feeling that tension. Where you know the actors are giving us these frenzied performances. These frenzied performances, but there's also this coldness. So when the film, right, when these final things take place, fuck, right, there's this weird detachment that you just, you're looking at like, hold on, what did I just see? Wait, booze. Didn't, huh? It's great, right? There's it's a very understated ending with regards to everything that literally just took place, right? And so it's kind of chilling, you know, especially with the way, you know, we're seeing like this character sit there. 
It's frigging chilling. You're getting goosebumps, people, because you're just like, hmm, what just happened? Like, is this all truth? Right? Is this truth? Because when there's sci-fi involved, could be anything, right? Could be so many different things, but you are gripped. You are grip. Cronenberg has done a masterful job to tell this story in a way that has you all the way through, but you're also intrigued by this different type of story. You know, we don't really now we've had, you know, face off and that kind of thing, but this is different. Right, this is very different. So it's like a melding of different kind of things, right? You kind of think of it as um fuck, what's that uh hmm the Christopher Nolan film, right? It's kinda of like that. It it is you know, with some Gattica, right? Just all these different Things have birthed Possessor. And it's it's great. It's a thrill. You listen, I think if you're a fan of you know said films people, right? If you're a fan of this stuff, Inception, that's some, like I'm just trying to wrap my mind I and mean, just like what's the name of that film? It's Inception. Yes, Inception. Right? So if you're a fan of that, if you're a fan of um, yeah, as I said, looks of like Gattaca. Face of like these kind of concepts, this kind of craziness, you know, this type of time travel, you know, assassin crazy shit. If that's your thing, then yo, people, trust me, you are going to really dig. You're going to really friggin' dig Possessor. Because it's interesting. It's unique. And it's gripping. Really is. So, um... Look, I don't believe there's any more showings during the festival. Right? But... But, people. You will be happy to know... It will be hitting UK shores on the 27th of November. Right? So you can watch it then. So, uh, yeah. There you go, people. Possessor. Okay, people. So, after seeing uh, three billboards, you know, a few years back. You know, it was kind of like... Man, how do you, how do you turn down a Francis McDermott film, right? And especially when, you know, it's directed by Chloe Zhao, oh, because look, Zhao's acclaimed, and she's, uh, you know, she's just directed the Eternals for Marvel, right? So it, it, it's gonna be interesting to see how that turns out. You know, when you think of the type of director she is. 
So there's a lot of fascinations to looking at some work they've created together. And this piece of work, it's called Nomadland. Okay, so it's adapted from a 2017 non-fiction book by Jessica Bruder called No Man Land, Surviving America in the 21st Century. But, you know, Zhao, she did write the script, right? She, she tweaked it, she added her own to it. So, yeah, let's, um, let's break it down, shall we, people? So, yes, it's directed by Chloe Zhao, who um, wrote the screenplay. Um, it's produced by Francis McDormand, Peter Spears, Molly Asher, Dan Ganvey, and Zhao. Um, we got music by Ludovico Amidiidi, and the cinematographer is Joshua James Richards. Okay, so we have a cast of um, Francis McDormand, who plays Fern, uh, David Strahan, who plays, um, well, David. <laughs> um, and, I, you know, there's a lot of other interesting stuff with this as well, right, because... Zhao uses a lot of, um, gosh, now there's a term for it, and I forget what it is, something like indigenous workers, something like that, but basically non-actors, right, regular people who, uh, are, you know, asked to play a version of themselves, and that's what we see again with this film, Right, so we're introduced to characters like Linda May, Swanky, and um, Bob. Right, so um, yeah. Now the the gist, hmm, the gist of the film, people. Okay, well, it is, hmm. It's let's just say it's this. All right, so we follow Fern, a woman in her sixties. Who, after losing everything in the Great Recession, embarks on a journey through an American West, living as a modern-day nomad, right? And she does this in a kitted-out van, you know, traveling from town to town and picking up short-term seasonal work. Um, where she can get it, and so it is this kind of fascinating, it's this fascinating piece, like to say, I guess, you know, the story, it, it doesn't really work like that, right, this isn't a, uh, you know, a kind of a linear story, and when I say that, I don't mean we, we're jumping around time frames, you know, going into the past, the future. No, it's not doing any of that. 
right? But this is, it's more kind of, you feel like a fly on the wall rather than you're viewing a um, a plotted out story, you know? Like we're looking in at a lot of um, hardships and grief, but then freedom and happiness, you know, that's what we're getting here, so it opens up, and we've got Fern, she's going through this garage, right, she's going through this garage, and loading things onto her van, um, we see her pick up a, a crate, a box of plates, and I think, well, I, as soon as I saw the plates, I kind of thought to myself, hmm, okay, Right now, I mean, it, it, if you watch the film, it will become a bit clear later on. But um, yeah. So we see this, right? So we see her doing this, and then we see her give this guy who we're guessing probably owns the garage a hug, hands him some money, and then she drives off, right? And then she goes, you know, she she's working at Amazon. Which was a bit like I was seeing and thinking, wait, what? She working at Amazon? What what's happening here? Is this uh you know, a pursuit of happiness kind of thing? Like what, what what's going on? Right, but no, she's working in the uh warehouse, right? So I don't know, like I'm not quite sure what time of year it is. I'd imagine it's well, I've actually, I think it's around Thanksgiving, so that would be Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all of that shenanigans, right? Which makes sense because she goes, she does this work, and it, you know, it's only a short period of time, right? And then they have to leave. Supposedly, it's um, well paid, and you get a booth. Right, so I, I, it seems that they understand, right, that they're getting nomadic workers coming. So, you know, I think with it, you get like a booth or at least a discounted booth for, for you know, for your camping um, needs and all of that. So we see these different things happen and then it's like, I guess it's the impact of it, right? That you don't necessarily understand, right? So after, you know, the Amazon job's done, that means now the, you know, your plot, your booth is gone, right? So we we see her talking to the, um, you know, the woman in the office and she's just like, oh, well, you know, Oh yeah, I know your your work's finished now, so um, that means you get the booth until this day. And she's like, okay, you know, because it's a good spot, right? Electricity, water, just all of that. And she's like, well, um, yeah, how much is it? And she's like, three three hundred. And she's like, oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, do we get a discount? Like, what if I don't use the electricity? I don't need the electricity. And um. Yeah, so there's all of these kind of things, 
right? Because I guess you kind of figure, you know, you hear people say all the time, get a camper van, travel around. But it's like the costs that go with it, right? For for docking up and staying and that. You know, there's a part of the film, I think it's a, a few times where she's parked somewhere and then someone comes and they're beating on the side and you, you know, and she's all panicked, right? Because, yeah, you don't know who the fuck's on the other side. You know, someone might be want to try and break in, rape you, attack you, steal from you, murder you. There's so many things. But, you know, they're screaming like, oh, you can't park here. You you know, no overnights. You know, so then they have to move on. But what we get is this transient life, right? You're traveling from spot to spot, you know, getting work. So we see her go from Amazon to this other place where she's um, kind of a, 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 a camp host kind of thing, you know, cleaning and you know, preparing stuff and all of this, and so we see her do that, navigate, you know, life in this way, I think what we then kind of um, find out, as the film is rolling, that her husband died, right, and it's something that isn't overly discussed, you know, it's referenced a few times and that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, her beloved husband, you know, he dies. And, yeah, so now she's, you know, she didn't have anything, right? With the economy and everything like that. So, yeah, no home. So she's got the van and now she's traveling. And we see her... Uh, you know, meeting different people along the way. So there's this woman um, who's got her arm in a sling. Not quite sure why, right? I don't think that's ever discussed, but she's called Swanky. And, um, yeah, so we, we see her and these friendships, right? So there's this thing, you know, like, you see all these people, you eat, and because she's got the arm in a sling, so, you know, Fern was helping her, you know, get food and stuff. And um, then there's a point when, you know, she's beating on Swanky's door, right? And Swanky finally comes, and she's like, hey, what, what? Don't you see the flag? You know, like, they, they give... Indications on, you know, like I'm open to talking or, you know, sleeping, you know, just all of these things. There's this nomad, um, like courtesy type of thing, right? These codes, these indicators. But, you know, Fern's like, I've got a flat tire, I need a lift into town. And so Swanky does this, but <laughs> but, right, there, there's, um, you know, it's like, wait, where's your spare? Where's this? You're, and she's reading her the riot act because there's all of these things that all of these people that have been doing this stuff for ages, you know, they know, they understand. But Fern 
hasn't done this you know she doesn't have a spare tire she doesn't have a few different things and they're like yo if you're well i mean swanky doesn't go yo <laughs> you know what i mean but um you she's just like look you could break down in the middle of nowhere right these things would save your life you can't be reckless and um so you know they yeah they work it all out and because you know swanky did this Fern's like, listen, I will, you know, I'll help you out, I'll, I'll pay you back, and so she helps Swanky paint a van, and get some other stuff, but by doing this, he also then finds out more about Swanky, right, and then just the things that are impacting her life, so we get these insights into, you know, the, these people along the way, and it's really interesting, you know, because they're there, they're real people. Now, there is, ah, I guess, you know, the, the swanky story, you do wonder, like, is that all, yeah, is that all real? You know, because, yeah, like, shit happens bad. And so it's just like, yo. Do you know what I mean? If that does actually go down, then it's just, you know, I think it just makes it even more powerful. But all of these things happen. And along the way, we see Fern bump into a guy, right? David. And it's this is interesting because this kind of story arc as it were you can see that David likes Fern but you also see that Fern is real uncomfortable and not because she doesn't like David you know she gets on with David and all of that but I think she realizes that he likes her and she's still just you know Impacted with the death of her husband Like you would be Right You know there's this bit Where they're talking about um, Her wedding ring And she's just like I don't think I could ever take it off You know And you really Get that in that scene Like McDermott Really just The emotions in this role is crazy because you've got all of this kind of stuff, right? So you've got her the determination to go out on the road and to to live this life. But then you see things like you know when she finds out that because the Amazon works stopped, now she's lost the booth. So it's just this like frantic like, oh, what do I do now? You know, and it's the problem solving and. It's the um, you know the the pleasure of finding new work, right? And, and being busy with something, and, you know. And we we just we're going through all of these emotions, and McDermott is really, really giving it to us. You know, it is a superb performance, 
Man, it, and it's kind of random as well. There's so much randomness in it. Like, there's a point when they go to um, these rocks, you know, and, it, and she runs off to explore. But it's this weird, inquisitive, just, I don't know, crazy nature. And she sells you it. Right, that's the fun part. It gets sold to you. You believe all of these things. And especially some of the other conversations like David's son. You know, that whole thing. Like, yeah, you're just like, yeah, no, I get that. I get it. I see it. I believe it. You know, David's, um, his son's wife. You know, it's that, it's just these nice little conversations that we have, right? But then I think we also get this whole confinement, right? There, There's these people and when there is this opportunity to maybe stay under a roof, uh, you know, it's just like, ugh, can't do it, can't do it. And we see that with Fern. You know, we, we see her take uh, solitude in her van. Right? Now, the offer is that, like, she gets this, inv- you know, a couple of invitations. But it's, I think it's all of these things are playing on her. You know, like, now she's. Kind of rudderless without the husband. You know, we find out why she stayed in his, you know, hometown. Like, Empire, um, Nevada. And the reason makes sense, you know. Because, I think, it gets questioned earlier on in the film. But then, when you actually hear her break it down, it's just like, yeah, I get that, right? I understand, that makes sense, but you also, I think it's just, you see the toil, right, you see the toil of all of this, and the crazy thing is, it's mostly old people, right, it's mostly old people we see living this life, you know, and they're getting, they get ill, you know, they get ill, and it's just, god damn it, this is insane, that, you know, certain things have forced people to, you know, live like this, and listen, it's not a a case of, oh, it's a terrible, look, if you enjoy it, you enjoy it, but you do see the hardship that it brings, and if this is your only result, you know, because, like, uh, industry has been impacted so much. You know, technology is impacted, warehouse jobs and things like that. So you see the people moving around, right? And and if that's why, that's sad. That's some, you know, you think something needs to be done. Right, so if you do want to live like this, you yeah, cool. But if you don't, you don't have to. You know, but I think this film, it just, 
I think it opens up so much, right? It, it, it makes you aware of all of this stuff that's happening in the shadows. You know, it's that unspoken culture, right, that no one knows about, no one talks about. It's crazy. Now, what is really good? What, you know, there's a couple of things that really then tie into all of this, right? It's the, it's the musical score, right, that's playing. And listen, right, I've, I've said it countless times. I, it can become very infuriating when you have people trying to set moods. You know, but doing it in such an abrasive way That it's just like, ugh God damn, look, I understand It's a sad scene Stop trying to tell me it's a sad scene You know what I mean? But the music in this It's this intertwining With the visual element that we're seeing Right? It's not intrusive But it's just there to Amplify things And then we've got The cinematography That God damn it We see these amazing Amazing shots Of like the wilderness Of sunsets And sunrises You know birds fly Like mountains It's incredible Cinematography is incredible Right, as well as the camera work, we get some really lovely shots, just interesting angles, you know, close ups in certain situations. Just everything brings this to life, and we get, you know, we get this, we get Nomad Land, right? Which, as I said, look, it's not your traditional film, you know. But what it is, it's a, man, it's kind of like an oral history. Well, an oral and visual history, right? And it's fascinating. So I would say if you like Zhao's work, you know, if you like McDormand's work, I, I would definitely say check it out. Right, go check it out As I don't think you'll be disappointed Now, it is not like an action-packed film You know, it's slow, it's methodical But it's got a whole host of emotion Right, so, hmm I mean, if you like things like, I don't know, the station agent, if you like things like the the last black man in San Francisco, listen, they're not really the same type of films, but pace-wise, tonally, you know, they kind of work alongside this, so yeah. Listen, if you want something interesting If you want to learn about something that's completely different Then check out Nomadland 
and it's you it's playing at a few places tomorrow so south there's a few showings at the south bank it's showing at the curzon in mayfair and i believe it's showing in glasgow but uh yeah so you'll have those opportunities people but if you can't right if if you miss all of that so you're you're not free tomorrow on the seventeenth. It's fine. Don't worry, people, because it will be um. Well, it's hitting in uh, the states and Canada on the fourth of December. Um, France the thirtieth of December, and you know the UK. Ireland, Turkey, the 1st of January, Netherlands, the 7th of January, and then, you know, Argentina, Brazil, Germany, you've got to wait until the 4th of February, but it is coming, people, so, yeah, that is Nomadland. Okay, people, so... Man, that's another episode, right? Both films, very interesting, people. I would definitely say to um, give them a check. And you can see Nomadland tomorrow. So, um, hey, go to the BFI website. Get all the information. you got two days left. It finishes on Sunday, people. So uh, don't miss out. All right? We'll be back tomorrow. Peace.